0: Good morning. Welcome back uh, to another day of devotions with Bethel Baptist Church, and we're glad you're here. Today, uh, we're going to be looking in Joshua chapter 6. Joshua chapter 6, and uh, before we uh, read the scripture, we'll uh, have a moment in prayer. Lord, we uh, thank you for your word. We thank you for uh, just giving it to us, and that we might be able to read it and know it. Lord, I thank you for the opportunity to preach it, teach it. Uh, today And I pray for uh, your help as I uh, share this truth from your word. Uh, Lord, pray you to help us. And I help, uh, pray that it would be an encouragement uh, to someone who's listening today. I uh, pray that you would uh, help them to keep going on for you and just you know, that they would uh, uh, go past uh, this difficulty in their life, uh, whatever it may be. Lord, I pray for uh, your help uh, and pray you bless this time as we look into your word. And I pray for these things in Jesus' name. Amen. So Joshua chapter 6, and the Bible says in verse 1, Now Jericho was straightly shut up because of the children of Israel. None went out, and none came in. And the Lord said unto Joshua, See, I have given into thine hand Jericho, and the king thereof, and the mighty men of valor. And ye shall compass the city, and all ye men of war And go round about the city once, thus shalt thou do six days. And the seven priests shall bear before the ark seven trumpets of ram's horns. And the seventh day ye shall compass the city seven times, and the priests shall blow with the trumpets. And it shall come to pass that when they make a long blast with the ram's horn, and when ye hear the sound of the trumpet, All the people shall shout with a great shout, and the wall of the city shall fall down flat, and the people shall ascend up, every man straight before him. And Joshua the son of Nun called the priests and said unto them, Take up the ark of the covenant, and let seven priests bear seven trumpets of ram's horns before the ark of the Lord. And he said unto the people, Pass on, encompass the city, and let him that is armed pass on before the ark of the Lord. And it came to pass, when Joshua had spoken unto the people, that the priests bearing the seven trumpets of ram's horns passed on before the Lord, and blew with the trumpets, and the ark of the covenant of the Lord followed them. And the armed men went before the priests that blew with the trumpets, and the reward came after the ark, the priests going on and blowing with the trumpets." And Joshua had commanded the people, saying, Ye shall not shout, nor make any noise with your voice, neither shall any word proceed out of your mouth until the day I bid you shout. Then shall ye shout. So the ark of the Lord compassed the city, going about at once. And they came into the camp and lodged in the camp. And Joshua rose early in the morning, and the priests took up the ark of the Lord, and seven priests bearing seven trumpets of ram's horns for the ark of the Lord went on continually and blew with the trumpets and the armed men went before them, but the reward came after the ark of the Lord, the priests going on and blowing with the trumpets. And the second day they compassed the city once and returned into the camp. So they did six days and it came to pass on the seventh day that they rose about the about the dawning of the day. Encompass the city after the same manner seven times. Only on that day they compassed the city seven times. And it came to pass at the seventh time, when the when the priests blew with the trumpets, Joshua said unto the people, "Shout, for the Lord hath given you the city." If we go to verse twenty, we see the end of this. So the people shouted when the priests blew with the trumpets, and it came to pass. When the people heard the sound of the trumpet and the people shouted with a great shout that the wall fell down flat so that the people went up into the city, every man straight before him, and they took the city. Serving God requires the faith uh, to believe that God God will do uh, what he says he will do. Uh, How could Joshua... Uh, and endure all of this time in his his time in leadership over Israel uh, he had faced so much uh, he had faced uh, crossing uh, the Jordan River but before that uh, he had spent 40 years wandering through the wilderness uh, of Sinai and and just spending those years just wondering when when are we going to get to the promised land what's going to happen and uh, and then they get to the the Jordan River, and they're like, how are we going to get across here? And and they get across, and God does something miraculous, uh, and then uh, they get to uh, Jericho, and they're 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 there, they're they're in the place where God had uh, promised to Abraham, their father, uh, many many years before, that they would have this land, and this was the promised land they were in. But they were up against uh, Jericho, one last. Uh, things standing in their way uh, before they could get to the promised land. And and it might be pretty discouraging for them uh, to see that they've gotten so far, they've gotten nine-tenths of the way there and they got one tenth of the way left to go and and they can't quite get there because there's something in their way, Jericho's in their way. Uh, For Joshua to lead this group of Israelites uh, around the walls of Jericho, uh, doing something that really you didn't see any results until the end uh, he would need to have the conviction uh, and be uh, have a conviction and be determined not to give up. Uh, he had to lead these Israelites uh, knowing uh, by faith that God would do what he said he would do uh, even though it made no humanly sense at all that uh, you're gonna walk around the walls you're gonna you're gonna blow some. Rams, horns, trumpets, and then on the last time, you're going to shout. And then after that, the walls are going to fall in. And you're going to go in and you get the city. And it just didn't make humanly sense uh, for Joshua. Uh, but he knew that this was what God had him to do. And so if you believe uh, that God has kept every promise uh, that he has given to you, every every promise in this book that uh, has been given to us as Christians, uh, God has kept to us and every promise he's given to every other person in the Bible, uh, every promise that doesn't apply to us. Uh, he has kept every single promise. God has kept every promise that he's ever made. And so knowing that uh, and seeing God's perfect track record, uh, would you, uh, would that give you reason enough to believe that in the future God will Uh, Keep his promises. God will do what he said he would do. And so uh, what promises, if you believe that God has kept all of his promises and therefore he should be able to keep all of his promises in the future, what promises are you holding on to? What promises are you claiming uh, that you may accomplish God's will for your life? And so uh, notice with me here uh, in Joshua chapter 6, uh, these promises and some convictions that Joshua had uh, that enabled him to accomplish this great work for God. Uh, we see that Joshua had the promise of God's presence. We see in Joshua chapter 1, uh, this, this verse right before here uh, is commonly uh, memorized. I remember memorizing it. Uh, when I was in the academy, and I remember memorizing it in college a few times, and uh, it says in verse 8, and we'll read to verse 9, This book of the law shall not depart out of thy mouth, but thou shalt meditate therein day and night, that thou mayest observe to do according to all that is written therein. For then thou shalt make thy way prosperous, and then thou shalt have good success. Have not I commanded thee, Be strong and of a good courage. Be not afraid; neither be thou dismayed, for the Lord thy God is with thee whithersoever thou goest. Joshua had this promise that God was going to be with him wherever he went. Uh, He he could go through all these difficulties, all this uh, time of just questioning: Are we ever going to get to uh, the promise? Then, and God, uh, God giving him that. Uh, assurance that I am with you, I will keep my promises, uh, and I will bring you through this, Joshua. Uh, we, uh, knowing this, uh, this promise, uh, he knew uh, that he would never face an enemy alone uh, as long as he was walking with God, as long as he was right with God. Uh, every time he faced another difficulty, another enemy, he knew God was with him. And if God be for us, who can be against us? Uh, it says in the New Testament. And so we learn from that that we, uh, also, we also have the promise of God's presence. Uh, in Hebrews uh, chapter 13, it says, Let your conversation be without covetousness, and be content with such things as ye have. For he hath said, I will never leave thee, nor forsake thee so that we may boldly say the Lord is my helper and I will not fear what man shall do unto me. We can have that uh, assurance, that confidence uh, that we uh, do not have to fear what man will do to us. Uh, If we're doing what God wants us to do, God is with us. Uh, God will provide for us. God will take care of us. We don't have to fear. And, we see here also that uh, in chapter 6, that Joshua had the promise of victory. It's, it's uh, nice to know that God's with you. And it's great to know uh, that God will also give you the victory. Uh, and so Joshua, he had this promise of victory in verse uh, chapter 6, verse 2 through 5. That was in chapter 2. Chapter 6, we'll read verse 5 for sake of time. And it says, And it shall come in the that when ye, when they make a long blast with the ram's horn, and when you hear the sound of the trumpet, all the people shall shout with a great shout, and the wall of the city may fall down flat. No. It doesn't say may. It says shall. And the wall of the city shall fall down flat, and the people shall may ascend up. No. And the people shall ascend up, every man straight before him. God had already told them before he started uh, that they would have the victory, that they shall. Uh, when God says, yeah, this, this is going to happen, this shall happen, it is, is a done deal. It's, it's, it's absolute. And so Joshua had the promise uh, victory. And so today I might say, well, how do we have the promise of victory? Do we know uh, if we're going to win? Well, if you read the last few chapters of Revelation, you know uh, that in the end of all things, uh, Jesus Christ will prevail. And those who are uh, in Christ will win um, the victory. The, we, we will be conquerors uh, with him and but also in uh, Philippians chapter four, we'll go to Philippians in chapter four, and we know for these days that we live in now uh, that we also can have victory. Now the Bible says in Philippians chapter four. I'll read in verse twelve first. I know both how to be a base, and I know how to abound everywhere, and in all things I am instructed both to be full and to be hungry, both to abound and to suffer need, I can do all things through Christ, which strengtheneth me. And Paul, he knew this this confidence that he could do everything that God wanted him to do uh, through the power, uh, through the strength of Christ. Um, it's when we are weak that He becomes strong in our life, and so we can have victory uh, day by day uh, through Christ. Uh, And then more of a, just a logical point here. Joshua had the faithfulness of God to rest upon. Uh, He had seen God bring them through the wilderness. Uh, And then he had also seen God bring them through uh, the Jordan River uh, to cross that river on dry land. He had heard about uh, Moses crossing uh, the Dead Sea uh, and they'd just be walking across on dry land. And he had heard of God's faithfulness uh, in his parents' life, in his grandparents' life, in his, and in his own life, he had seen God do uh, what was thought to be impossible, what uh, they didn't think would ever happen. Uh, and he had also seen uh, so many of these, so many battles that they went through. God gave them the victory. God helped them through it. And in my own life, uh, God has uh, shown me that he can do what I don't think I could do by myself, what I don't think could be done. Uh, I remember uh, going into college, I'm looking at my college bill, and it's like $6,000 per semester at least. And having not ever made $6,000 in the span of a year up to that point, I was wondering, how am I... Ever going to pay for this college, and the total cost of college would I guess come up to just over fifty thousand dollars. And I'm wondering, how am I going to get through college? How am I going to uh, do my classes, learn what God wants me to know uh, from His Word, learn the things that I need uh, to prepare for ministry, and how am I going to afford all this? And I stand here now. I'm a graduate. Uh, I graduated this uh, past May, and I don't have any debt. I don't have any bills to pay for college, nothing left. And I give God the glory for that. I, there's, there's many times where I had people uh, provide some money to pay for uh, my college tuition or just something happened and uh, I had an extra $1,000 uh, covered because of uh, scholarships or student uh, Canadian student discounts and, and God just providing uh, in just little ways all the way all all, all along the way, uh, just seeing God showing me that I can get you through college, I can get you through uh paying for this, even if you 're in a country that uh, you can 't work outside of the college and you can only earn minimum wage. Uh, God got me uh, through uh, those four years of college, and he and i 've come out of it with no debt, and I know that God did that um, And so because of that, looking back and seeing what God has done for me, I know that going forward, God's going to provide for me. I don't have any doubt of that. I know that God has always provided above and beyond. uh, And it's just amazing to see if you just trust God, uh, you can see him prove himself faithful if you just trust his promises. And so uh, today, uh, what promises have you Believes by faith and now are acting upon. it. God says, if you do this, uh, you uh, will be blessed. You will, this will happen. If you uh, are faithful to give uh, your tithe, faithful to give to the church, I will bless you above and beyond. Your, your baskets will be overflowing. You'll have more than you ever need. And those baskets won't just be overflowing. We'll be pressing them down and we're trying to make more room and it's like filling up the garbage can and, and f- squishing it down so you can fit a little bit more in and then it's overflowing like God is uh, promising to bless if you would just trust Him with a little bit and so uh, what has God done for you in your past that you can recall and, and think about yeah God did that for me and I so I know uh, if God's done that for me I can go forward and I can trust him in the future. I would encourage you this week to, to read again the records of, of Joshua and Moses and all these people uh, throughout Scripture who uh, did great things for God and see how that they went forward and, and God did great things for them. And so God can do great things for you. And then not only just in the Bible, uh, but also just seeing uh, the testimonies, the the biographies of faithful Christian men and women who uh, lived uh, for God and served God and did things for God that uh, they really needed God's help to do and uh, be encouraged by their life, seeing God working through their life. Uh, I've I've loved reading through Corrie Ten Boom and and Hudson Taylor's life and all these other missionaries and, and seeing how God did uh, great things through them because they were willing and trusting God uh, to do what he said he would do. And so this week I'd uh, like you uh, just encourage you to rest upon our faithful God. Thank you for joining us today and I hope uh, you have a great day. Thank you.